You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. Hola. How's, how's your week been? Man, it's been a blur. I know the feeling. Like, I finally reached the point where I have to, like, schedule shit, like, personal shit, mm-hmm. and that's too much, you know? Yeah. I used to live free. Like, I just did what I wanted, <laughs> and then now mm-hmm. I get a little bit of responsibility. Right. And it messes my whole world up. Yeah, it takes away all your free time. I know, man. It yeah. sucks getting old, man. having responsibilities. I don't want to hear it about <laughs> yeah, like, the old part. The only one that's excited to see me is that dog, man. I'm sure. That dog will jump like he's in the Olympics mm-hmm. when he sees me. And pee like he's R. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he does. 100%. I mean, he can't control it. No, Daddy he just is gets home. so excited. Daddy yeah. is home. Listen and, to me. And, like, my kids are like, they only come to me if I need something. Right. I'm at that yeah, age with my you got, kids. You got you got five dollars I can borrow? Yeah. Oh, Dad, this is so pretty. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Indulge me on your week. Uh it's just a lot of a lot of delivering mail. We actually got a speech one day this week. Actually, I got it two days this week because I had to work two different well, I worked in three different offices, but I got the speech at two different offices. Uh, on uh, social media, uh, I'm not allowed to take selfies. <laughs> like I don't take selfies anyway, but okay. I'm not allowed to take pictures. So it's not like I'm you delivering. got in trouble for it. No, 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 no. Oh, it was just a in general speech. Evidently, there was a guy, you know, at the office that I'm at years ago. He was <laughs> taking pictures, you know, in his vehicle, and then making like all kinds of you know political view posts on there. Stupid. And, and his profile picture was a picture of the USPS. <laughs> like, Lord have man, mercy. He got fired, but yeah. Well, I mean, nowadays so many people want to be an influencer. Right. And they will risk it all yeah. trying to do so. They just need a little you know? edge. It's all we're looking yeah. for is a little edge. Even though, me and you, we grew up in a time where we could have really took advantage of this. Yeah. But we had to go to work. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. These kids now... Yeah. You ask them what they want to do. They don't say firemen. They don't say no. policemen. They, they say, want I want to be, be a, an influencer. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be a TikTok model. And, like, it's eventually going to overload. Like, there's going to yeah. be so much. I mean, like, how do you even become creatable at that moment? Yeah. You can't because it's already been done. Unless you do what Mr. Beast did. Give it away. Well, no. He legit sat down for almost two years. Studying the algorithm to see what worked, to see what got people's attention, and you look at him now. That man is the yeah. most popular man on the planet, almost. You did meet someone who has been on the show this week delivering mail. I did. I did. Yeah, I or like, not this week, but re- recently. I I delivered your grandmother's mail this week. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, that's kind of. Cool. I was like, yeah. you know, well. Yeah, that's her road. <laughs> I've well, seen it. And I, was, I was like, well, I don't know if I'll see her. She was out in the yard. <laughs> she's it, talking to a neighbor. <laughs> it was funny because she's like, I know, I know him. It took a yeah. second. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it took her to a second. In. She's like, I know, I know him. I asked oh, her if she'd yeah. been signing autographs yeah. when I pulled up. She yeah. said, 
She said, huh? I said, do you not recognize me? She said, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it clicked. But, yeah. 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 I know. I have a very normal face, so it's fine. But I did today. I stopped the progress on the house. I stopped everything, and we went down to Tennessee and visited my dad. There you go. So that we had some really good time. Mm-hmm. Again, the dog had the most fun. Yeah. You know, oh, he yeah. gets to pick where he sits. Right. Because they're not going to argue with him. No. Because he'll just fart or drool on them. He's bigger than them, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he goes down there. And, he may and, be bigger than everybody in y'all's car. <laughs> well, here's what I don't understand. Why does he feel the need to hump another dog? That's nature. No, it's like, here I come. <laughs> to now save I'm going to Yeah, I mean, it's like instantly. Yeah. I Let me know. show dominance. Here we go. Yeah, you know, know, they say vixen almost slow that down. You got to get in where you fit in. I feel <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> anyway. So I wanted to ask, have you been cold this week at all? It's been a little chilly. I mean, a few times, but that's the weather that puts me in a good mood. Don't man. you see what I do here? When you get cold out there, sometimes all you need is a warm blanket. If you don't have a blanket, try this warm voice for the song of the week. Mr. Chris Stapleton. All right. Whenever I'm broken Honey, you hear me When I'm in the dark You are the light And I get lost You know right where to find me When I have my doubts You make me believe It takes a woman Takes a woman, a woman who sees the best part of me through all that I am. It takes a woman, oh, it takes a woman. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> that is really, really good. I didn't know if you'd heard it yet. Yep. I've not. I've not. I've, but I have now. Yeah. <laughs> that is really His good. His voice is just so warm. And, and man, it could be about the simplest shit. <laughs> it could. And it's just. He just make it sound so pretty. You just want to wow. curl up next to it. <laughs> yeah. That is impressive. <laughs> for sure. Uh, wow. <laughs> so. <clears throat> it's hard to follow that. It is. It is. But. I suppose we'll try. So this week, folks, we are finally talking about an artist, one artist mm-hmm. this time, kind of getting back to our entire idea of the show. Right. And we're going to do something new. Yeah. With it. Yeah, we're we going to 
a two for one. We're going to review an album and cover the artist all at the same time. And I want to say this in the beginning. A wise person once said that the way that you start is not the way that you finish. Some folks can find themselves going down the wrong road in life before deciding to make a change. It's important to recognize that your past doesn't define you as a person. And this is something that country singer Jelly Roll would like to agree with. Folks, we are talking about Jason Bradley D. Ford. That's correct. Born December 4th, 1984. You know, I kind of figured that he was a little bit younger than us. But he's, he's actually a he's year older than me, than me he's but he's younger, younger than you. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. he is uh, he 39 years old. He's been around for a long time. He he really has, you know? Yeah. So, do you have anything to say before we dive in? I don't. Okay. So, he was raised in Antioch. It's a neighborhood outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Just south. Yeah. And actually, it was actually a place that I hung out at when I started back with Trevor when I met all them. Yeah. He lived in Antioch. It was like an apartment on a hillside. And in the bottom, you could see a Bob Evans. <coughs> yeah, it was yeah. the craziest thing. But it's crazy the little things that you remember like that, oh, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anyways, his father was a meat salesman and worked as a bookie on the side. His mother dealt with mental health and addiction issues. At the age 14, he and several others were arrested and charged with multiple counts of possession of marijuana and attempted robbery. Now, there's not a lot of details that I was able to find, did you, about what actually happened you know, because somebody could be charged with something, but there's always a story. I've heard him tell it multiple times, but it's not like a an event by event, you know. Yeah, there wasn't like a you know, timeline. He he's told the story so many times, but <clears throat> well, I mean, he got a, arrested multiple times. Uh, yeah, basically, it was armed robbery. Where um, he was, you know, trying to steal, you know, <clears throat> this guy's marijuana and money. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. when he got caught, he got caught with a lot of marijuana with the intention to distribute. So therefore, he got he got busted for selling a narcotic. Right. So that was in juvie, <clears throat> you know, uh, juvenile hall. He spent. What was he in there? Well, I mean, for four well, years till he was from- eighteen, and then when he was. 20 he got out. Well, here's the thing. The timeline that I have is from age 14 to 25 he was in jail. He was out a few times, but, you know, he had spent six birthdays in jail. Mm -hmm. He actually did six weeks of high school his entire life. That's all he did. Isn't that wild? He can still not work for the YMCA. Mm -hmm. Like, if he wanted to do... uh, you know, a mentorship or something. They still to this day can't. He can't buy a home in certain neighborhoods. That's what I was going to say. That he had I this mean, dream home he wanted to buy, and they wouldn't let him because. Well, in most states, you could hire a lawyer that mm-hmm. could fight this for you, but I don't know if he'll ever be able to. 
because it was such a violent crime. Well, it wasn't really violent, mm-hmm. but it was it was violent for him at at that young age. Right, right. You know, and like Joe Rogan said, I mean, it, it's crazy because we've all done stupid shit. Um, yeah, at it's just 15. whether you get caught or not. Yeah, That's and all I it mean, down to. But anyways, despite his freedom, he confessed that he carries this burden with him every day. He spent his young adult years incarcerated, missing out on memorable moments like high school. Yeah. May 2008, he was told that he'd become a father while he was locked up. Yeah. You know? One of the little short periods of time he was out of jail. <laughs> yeah. He was with his girlfriend at the time, and one thing led to another. And a little jelly rolled, and... Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> there we have a, a baby. <laughs> And I, and I am the first to tell you that I love country music with the fiddle and the hats and the boots and yeah. all that good stuff. And he's not traditional country. So far from it. Yeah. But him as a person and the way that he gives back and his humbleness, he's earned his right to be there. 100%. Whether he ever puts on a cowboy hat or yeah. hires a fiddle player in the band. And I hope he don't because that wouldn't him... Yeah, that wouldn't you know, be him being him. That would be him trying to act like something else. But before he become who he is now, he released music in 2003, was actually around the time. He loved rappers such as 3-6 Mafia, UGK. Do you know any of them any uh, songs no. about MV? Eight Ball. <laughs> MGG. MG, MGJ. Yeah, yeah. MGJ. He would sell these mixtapes from his car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know how he got into rapping? I do not know the full story. In jail on Friday nights, they would have a talent night. There was a guy in the jail. Um, he held a talent night. And, you know, Jelly would get up there and he would get, you know, freestyles basically is how it started. There are some other cats in the you know, jail with him that would, you know, freestyle. Eventually got into battles. Like he would do, you know, comedy. He would just, you know, sit in there and, you know, come up with rhymes, you know, making fun of the people around him, and everybody loved it. Yeah. That's why he became, you know, so loved in the jail by the other, you know, inmates because, you know, he related with them. He made them all laugh. They enjoyed his talent. And that's when he realized that he actually had a skill that he could, you know, <clears throat> fall back on. So that's where all that came up. But, from there, he had plenty of time of not being able to do anything but sit in jail <laughs> and write rhymes. Well, you know, there's a lot of stars nowadays, thanks to the technology that we have, they don't have to go down the road that he went down, yeah. which was playing for rooms of nobody, getting paid nothing, right? literally nothing, to I travel see, from one side to the other. And he, he done it. Yeah, he, uh, he actually accepted an offer of a bag of weed gas a gas card for him to buy gas gas money and his supper that's what he asked an actually that's what an artist paid him to open for him wow at a show you know could wow. you i mean that's he did what he had to do to get in front of people yeah and i i have known of jelly roll for I had a buddy that was really big into him yeah. like 15 years ago. I've known him by him for so long, but I never dreamed he would be in country music one day. And I mean, here he is. 
<laughs> yeah. It just shows you put your mind to anything, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't think he was aiming for country either. Well, he I talked about it. just about, happened. Yeah, it just happened. He you talked know? about how he was the youngest of uh, four kids. And as the youngest, he you know, never had control of the radio. Yeah. Yeah, one of his older sisters loved R&B. One of his brothers loved rap. And then one of them liked country. And then you know, some of them liked rock and roll. So it was basically, he got, I don't know how you would you know, say it, he got a you know, crash course in all of it as he was you know, growing up as a child. So that gave him an infinity and a love for each of those you know, genres of you know, music. And he started out in rap because that was the thing that you didn't really have to have a musical knowledge of you just had to be able to you know spit words out that rhymed but it's progressed his love yeah for music has grown from that moment him sitting in the back seat with his uh siblings and here he is yeah i mean it's it's a true cinderella story it is it is any way you look at it because if you stick a hundred other people in that same situation you know, as far as going to jail, going to juvie, going to six weeks of high school, not ever getting to really decide what kind of music you like because you have, you're being forced to listen to everything. Yeah. Odds are they're not going to be a musician. No, and not at all. He figured out what he wanted to do. He figured out he needed to straighten his life out and uh, he needed to grow up for his daughter. Yeah. Because his you know, baby mama... For years, she's yeah, struggled bad. Oh yeah, I think she might be clean now. But she is there. There's an actual song about her on this album. It's called "She mm-hmm. Is." Also, I cannot wait to play it. What? You wanna go ahead and start it with? I, a, I'm game with, one with that. We okay. can just jump on down to that song. Mm-hmm. It is called "She." Oh, you wanna jump down to that one? Yeah, if you want to. Uh, you know, most of the time. Here we go. <laughs> All right then. See the sunrise in her eyes Before the cold November rain And if you only knew her smile You'd never know that she's in pain Nobody ever saw it coming It started with a little pill One thing led to another Since then it's all been downhill She was the life of the party She was the one everybody Used to want to hang around I bet they wonder where she is now I wish I would have known before she Afraid to lose her now. She's afraid of coming down. I don't wanna say goodbye. She can't get herself to stop. I know that it'll take some time, but I'm scared there might be something that we don't got. 
hours or something They see the writing on the wall And she feels like she's flying While we're all watching her fall I like that song. Yeah. I really do. And honestly, for anybody out there who has an ex that they have a child with, that right there is true growth. When you can sing words of encouragement and words of, you know, not dragging somebody down. You see it all too often. Like you see, you know, parents that are split. And their child is right there, and they're like, "Oh, your daddy's a deadbeat. Your daddy, he's worthless. He he doesn't even care about you." But then when the little kid goes to you know the daddy, he says the same thing about her, right? And it's just, I mean, what's that doing to the kid? It's confusing. Yeah, it is. It is. And I mean, if you are adult enough to have a child, you should be adult enough to have a relationship with the person you made that child with you know whether you're going to be together or not you better not say anything bad about them because that kid hits hears everything yeah and you don't want that to be stuck in that kid's head that's awful it is it really is i mean i just can't imagine i mean yeah my wife says all kinds of stuff about me in front of the kids <laughs> but she says it in front of me too like i'm there we're all there and she'll just start ripping on me i'm like would you stop doing this? I don't want to do this to you. Yeah. Then the kids are thinking, okay, we rib on dad. <laughs> oh, thanks for helping me sweep the floor. Jesus. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Maybe you sit on the couch for a minute. And in a little while, I'll get up and I'll sweep the damn floor. I hope she listens to this. So I love how you have grounded. tears in your eyes. You're so grounded. <laughs> there goes next week's episode, folks. <laughs> if it's <Week>. not released. <laughs> next month. <laughs> yeah. So, he meets Bunny around 2015. He ain't got to oh, worry about that with Bunny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, for <laughs> all jokes aside, though, like, I feel like she was the one that did help him get to where he is. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's so odd that it was her. Yeah. Do you know the whole story with her? I'm yeah. sure you... Oh, you don't? No. Okay. I know she came around 2015. Uh-huh. That's when they met. Um. So, basically, what we're looking at, he meets Bunny. And... I don't know her real name. Do you know her real name? I've never, I I've never researched don't. it. Yeah, I don't. But I don't know if she's like said in interviews. I've heard sure her in a couple. you can find it nowadays. Yeah, probably. But yeah, so they met. And a lot of people think, oh, she's just a, she's a gold digger. But the thing is, because if you see her, she's a smoke show. She oh, yeah. is what you'll see in a magazine that you have to be at least 18 or older to buy. Yeah. But it's because she was an escort. Right. And, I mean, she's got her own success story, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you what know, I'm getting like at. When they together. met, he was living in his car. He had nothing. Let, she let, had four townhouses. Four. Wow. She was bringing in all the yeah, money. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have all anything. these comments that she's a gold digger yeah. is so retarded. If anything, it was like, him. Yeah, 
And he'll tell you that. Yeah. You know, I here's my prediction. And I know a lot of you country folks will be like, oh, hell, you don't know what you're talking about. They are on the path of being today's Mr. and Mrs. Country Music. Just because of the fact that they're humble, they both have a Cinderella story, they both give back all the time. Oh, yeah, give, they give. Give, give, <laughs> I mean, they give more than what they probably received. Mm-hmm. You know what I like about it? A lot of stuff he does, I mean, he promotes a lot of the charities and stuff that he does, he's come up with, but a lot of stuff, he doesn't say anything. He just gives. Yeah, and and I'm not saying that they're going to sound like Chris Stapleton and right. his wife. No, no, no. But I'm just saying as, uh, well, we've seen what happened at the CMT Awards. I mean, he took four home. Yeah. And then the one that's coming up, he's nominated almost as much as Laney. Yeah. And that's all of this say. happened yeah. by him hooking up with Ernest, the songwriter who wrote Sinners Like Me. Or not Sinners Like Me. Damn, I'm thinking of Eric Church. <laughs> Son of a sinner. Son of a sinner, yeah. Which is the one that hit the radio. And honestly, the first time I heard it, I thought, man, his voice is too whiny. Yeah. Like, it's uh, it's not that it's tenor. What's that next thing? It was, like, really high-sounding. Mm, and at first, know. I wasn't used to it. And I was like, I don't know if I like this. Mm-hmm. And the more you listen, the more it hooks. Yeah. You know? He doesn't have a you know, refined voice. It's not really made for country. It's more of a rock voice. I tell you what, though, I'd go to his show a million to one versus some of these that are even nominated today. I would. I would too. You know, he's more of an entertainer. And I feel like country music does not have anyone right now who is as respectful and as just humble to be at the party as they do with Jelly Roll. I don't know anybody's more humble. No, none of them. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> I mean, like, he didn't predict this, and no. he wasn't working towards it. He just knew he didn't want to be a drug dealer. Yeah. He knew he wanted to find some kind of income so he could take care of his daughter. And I feel like when they got together, they fed off of well, each other. He did not have custody of his daughter. No. Until Bunny put forth, this is you know, before they were married, she put forth all of the money, court fees, all that. She did. She even fixed up a place where his daughter could live for the rest of her childhood so she wouldn't have to worry about food, clothes, housing, a roof over her head, any of that. She did that, and she said, look, if we break up tomorrow, I'll still always pay for that. And that shows you her. Oh, yeah, as a person. Uh, yeah the compassion that she holds in her heart it's amazing to see it's amazing jelly roll says that she fell in love with the saddest eyes in the room because that's what he was Mm -hmm. you know yeah i mean and i mean her we could almost do a podcast about her could she's got her own podcast and i must say i've listened to it a couple times and i mean it she kind of makes fun of the stereotypes. Yeah. And, you know, she gets attacked every day. Oh, yeah, I bet she does. Every freaking day. Everybody is afraid of what they don't know or yeah. something that's different. Than and, them. I mean, it's called the Dumb Blonde Podcast. Yeah. 
you know, she's stepping a into it. Back at yeah, it, she's know? stepping into it, and I love when people do that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the story that I know yeah. about him. That's what I know. Ultimately, you know? yeah, that's that's what yeah you know, makes his life you know with her so impressive. We'll go ahead and play the uh, first song of this album. This is off the album, you know, Whitsit Chapel. I don't, I don't know that we had you know, mentioned that yet. This is the first song on the album, Halfway to Hell. With a cross across my face I'm a trailer park tornado Jagged edges on my halo Hope the chariot gon' swing low And carry me away This little light of mine Damn near burn me alive Lord knows that mama tried And I don't know if I'm Halfway to heaven Or halfway to hell My angels and demons At war with myself One foot Fire and I still can't tell Am I halfway to heaven Halfway to heaven or hell I'm a dive boss undiscerned Holy water with my bourbon Standing on the bridge I'm burning With a can of gasoline Am I worth saving If I'm always faded It feels like I'm caught in between That's a good song It is you know? It's a little rock, little rap. You know, so far I thought, well, this is going to be a full-blown rap album and we'll have two <laughs> songs that sound like Son yeah. of a Sinner, but so far that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Do you know why he chose the name Wits at Chapel? No. I'm sure it has something to do about him and a church being younger. Yeah. Uh, his daughter had said to him that she had started going to this church with her friend or something from school and uh he was like okay and he had went to the church with her i think and uh when he was there he thought you know this reminds me of the church that i used to go by when i was little he said we used to go there some but i would you know, drive by with my family all the time and we would see it it was called wits at chapel he was talking about that with his manager and he had the idea of his next album. He wanted to do a you know, <clears throat> a church you know, theme kind of. And his manager said, he said, no, what you need to do is just call it Wits at Chapel because that's, it's, a, you know, it's got a more personal feel to it because that's you know, the church that you went to growing up and that's the church that you always seen growing up. Yeah. And that's what you know, kind of gave you the idea to do this. So that's why he named it that. Okay. So good deal. Pretty cool. And yeah, Wits at Chapel is a church. And the second song on the album is called Church. <laughs> All right, let's hear it.
looking at myself in my review. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, playing on the FM. Oh, but the only song in my head is just as I am. Yeah, the people passing by think I'm up to no good. That I'm going somewhere where they never would. I ain't going where the wild things are. I ain't going to the cigarette store. I ain't going to the cold beer bar to check in on the Tennessee score. I'm just having me a talk with the man, sending my whole soul on a search. They might judge me on this two-lane road, but little do. Guess there's just some things you just can't outrun. There ain't no back pew in this truck, so I'm forced to sit in the front. And ain't it funny how he's working in mysterious ways? Hell, I skipped my share of sermons, so he brought one to this Chevrolet. I ain't going where the wild things are. I ain't going to the cigarette. That's pretty good. Yeah. Like, I didn't want that to end. Right. <laughs> I, I looked I over at you and you were really yeah. just you're, you know, uh, getting into it. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I heard him say in an interview, you know, somebody asked him if he went to church, and he said he didn't like the idea of church. Yeah. And the reason was because a lot of times people at church, when you know, somebody comes in and they're not dressed like everybody else, they're not wearing you know, dress pants, khaki pants, or a dress shirt, a polo, if they're wearing, like, shorts and a T-shirt, you know, beat-up tennis shoes, you know, people say, oh, you know, you shouldn't be wearing that to you know, church. You should wear something nicer. And he he points out that Jesus, when he was on earth, um, he made friends, and he made disciples out of, you know, basically that, you know, era's scumbags. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the tax collectors. Oh, uh, yeah. The, uh, you know, you name it. The, well, I mean, uh, well, Mary Magdalene. Yeah. She was a prostitute. And, you know, she was there at the Last Supper. So, he would go to the people who you know, needed a way. That's who he went to because they're the people who needed, you know, the most. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, <clears throat> won't reach out unless they don't, you know, feel like they have another choice. And so that's why, yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, in the Bible, when he went and sought out somebody, it was, you know, somebody who was in their life struggling. So, I mean, I understand what he's saying, but also I feel like, when he says all that, he's kind of judging the people in the church too. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I see the benefit of going to church. I do understand a lot of people's you know issues with all the people in the church, but you're not going for the people in the church. You're going for church. You're going yeah. for the message. So you know, some people can't get past all the judgment and all that, but you really can't have judgment because he is who... He who is without sin cast the first stone, and nobody ever will because everybody has sin. Yeah, we're all sinners, but when we we're sinners growing up, well, <clears throat> you know, this is something too that it, it's kind of been like on my mind is like, uh, I feel like you reach certain levels with God as you get older, you know, because the prayers that I have now are a lot different than the prayers that I had a year ago. Yeah. And then I get to a certain spot to where I'm like, you know, I don't agree with you at all, but I appreciate this life and all the blessings that you give me. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it is very hard to walk out where he's telling you to walk out or to understand. (laughs) Yeah what is going on because some of it don't make any sense no, at all it does to him it does it does <laughs> of course but yeah. you know i don't know but the church thing can feel very manufactured sometimes mm-hmm. and a lot i mean know? sometimes it is i mean down to the minute to what they're gonna say when they're gonna yeah. say it i didn't and, grow up like that i mean and and it's i don't want my kids to think that's the way it is but if you keep them at home, you're not showing them nothing either. Right. Yeah. So what do you do? You know? Yeah. I don't know. But anyways. That is the struggle of being a parent in this is. day and age. It is. I mean, um, do you take them or do you stay at home? And then they have that memory right. of staying at home. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean. I think you got to take them just so they're around it. <clears throat> yeah. But because you know people say, "Well, I can find God out in a hayfield." Well, you you can. That is true. You can, but you also need people to pray with you and for you. You know, and I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes you can meet some of the greatest people going to church. You really can. Yeah, you oh, you can, but until you find God, you are yeah the lost number That's three right. on this album. Basically, yeah, that explains says his stands on exactly it. what I just yeah. said that his stance about church was. Yeah. So that's 
Yeah, kind of cool that that's exactly what it said, but right. Should have waited till after we played that one. <laughs> would have spoke for itself. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have to say anything. Mm. <laughs> All right. So leading right in is a song he did with uh, Brantley Gilbert and Struggle Jennings. <clears throat> Jennings called Behind Bars. Close my friends behind bars There's seven times so I can get long gone Jack's got a rap sheet A country mile long We're thick as thieves But he'll leave me still drunk Waking up on the neighbor's lawn Jose's got a death wish We've had some crazy nights Needs to be a radio yeah. single. I'm surprised it's not really. Well, we, it's we real early the, in the game, too. right? Right. We you didn't know. get into the Brandon Gilbert you know, part. I mean, this album's been out for a little bit, but yeah, that yeah. was Brantley. We oh, that was. I thought that was Sturgill part or Shooter James. Shooter. Uh, no, damn, we both got it wrong. Struggled. Struggled. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. His, <laughs> there's so many of them. There really is. There's about, I don't know, six. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you got Shooter, mm-hmm. which is his his uh, last so, wife's yeah. and him, their kid. And then um, Struggle and Wayne Jennings, spelled W-Y or W-A-G-Y, they are grandsons. But mm. Shooter is the son. Right, right. So okay, yeah. Uh, all right. You said Sturgill. Yeah, that reminded me. Do you know what he's doing now, or Living what on he? An island. Well, do you know what he was doing? What? He's in that movie, yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon. I where, haven't seen that. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. It just came out. Oh, really? Can I get it on Amazon Prime? I think it's just in theaters right now. Really? I really want to see it. Yeah. I mean, does he have like a lead role? It's not a. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Oh, but really? he's in it. I know the song. The you know song of the movie is by Mister Charlie Crockett. Hmm. It's called Killer of the Flower Moon. <laughs> talk, talk about a guy who like was nobody ten years ago. Who Charlie Crockett? No Sturgill. Oh well, yeah. There's I that mean, too. 
And now he's like, working for the railroad in Washington I mean, State. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Does he have enough money to like? Does he have Garth Brooks money no. or like? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's acting now. I did hear he's a rumor. Be, I mean, because he's not on tour. Right. No. I, I I did hear a rumor about him producing a little new music, not by itself. With the, with the band, yeah, because like he doesn't want to be uh, Sturgill no more. He, he wants said, to be in the band. He said at the beginning, uh, he said, "I think all you got is five albums, and we've yeah. seen those five, and he's going to stick true to it." I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's going to come out with a band. There we go. And start a whole new thing. <laughs> Boys in the band. Hey, I don't. As long as I get to hear his voice, I don't yeah. care. Yeah, as long as I don't replace him as a singer. Right. Yeah. Can't, can't, but hey, you're going to be on guitar. Mm -hmm. He's in it with uh, uh, I went blank, Jason Isbell. Well, you know. He's acting in it, too. The pandemic screwed us out of one of the biggest tours yeah. possible. Yeah. Because him and Tyler was about to go out on a tour together. I know. And it all got shut down. I know. You know? That would have been... Crazy tickets too. I've been looking at yeah Tyler tickets here lately. They're for not the New that Year's bad. Eve show at Rupp. Yeah, it's not that yeah. bad. Yeah, you, you can get good seats for ninety nine yeah dollars. Oh, that's not bad at, at all. all. Yeah. Also looked at Zach Bryan tickets in at uh, Nissan Stadium. Insane. <laughs> it's such a joke. Yeah, Two hundred and fifty nine dollars a ticket. Yeah, but are they in, like in the nosebleed? Or no, 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 down, yeah, down low. Here's the thing about Nissan, though. He's not doing the stage that he's doing everywhere else where he's in the center. Because then yeah. you don't have a bad seat. Yeah. He's doing the more traditional setup for the stadium. Yeah, but they're not selling the ones behind him. Yeah. So. Which is good. Yeah. I mean, but like with there'll be good seats anywhere. with Taylor her stage covers like over half the field her production was alone yeah it was insane yeah. so she put more into her her concert than the Titans do into their football team oh yeah for sure <laughs> the Titans is all they're, they're awful this year yeah <laughs> but that's neither here nor there but so next one is yeah, nail me hold on so I seen a TikTok about something with sports, uh -huh. and I thought it was pretty interesting, even though I don't give a shit. And okay. I don't, just don't right. care. But uh, they say that there is a computer chip in the football. Have you heard that? Yeah, there is. So there really is one. It wasn't like a fake conspiracy theory. There really is a it computer chip in the ball. It doesn't really tell you a lot. Is it, like, motion for the cameras to follow? Because, like, there's a GoPro that'll follow your phone app. Yeah. I feel like... I don't know if it's a chip. There's, like, something in there. In which, I mean, it would have to be a chip, I would, I would say. But I feel like it has to be in there because in order for the cameras to follow it the way they do... Yeah. And yeah. Because they... Review everything these days in NFL games. So, in order to have a camera angle from every side, you would have to be able to rely on something, yeah, you know, yeah, some kind of technology. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, man is going to screw that up. 
Well, I also heard this, too. If a plane crashes and the whole team's on board and they die, mm-hmm. that the other teams have certain players that they have to give to that team to fill in until uh, the season's over, and then they get the first round pick on the draft to create a new team. I've never heard that. Yeah. it's a, There's TikTok about it. Mm. Like, I've been trying to learn all this uh <clears throat> you learning some no weird these shit. facts these facts that don't really matter mm. because like joe rogan's been having a lot of episodes of people i just can't get into right. so i'm like let's just see what triggered the world war Two, world war one you know mm. so i've been down that path but anyways so how many times in the last week have you thought about the uh yeah roman empire none have you have you seen all those TikToks? No, is there is there's like a trend it? of yeah you know, wives asking their husband how often they think of the Roman Empire? I don't know, but I've seen the scream thing going mm. on. I'm where you get the scream mask, right? And, you know, yeah. That's all I'll I say. I think all that stuff's stupid, but yeah, it is. It's just for a TikTok. Here's <laughs> the weird thing: I actually think about the Roman Empire on a regular basis, probably at least three times like what's there to think about like how dominant it was for such a long time and then they basically ran the earth during that period of time they they changed a lot of things about earth while they were right no Man, I don't know what you're talking. Where did you when go you, to when, school? When, when you're talking about Roman empires, <laughs> it's I'm an thinking Egypt. of like a gra- gladiator. Yeah, that's Rome. Like yeah, that's a Colosseum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's what's coming to my head. What? Like I don't know what <laughs> the you're pyramids are. You in said Egypt. they built shit. Well, I mean, they that's did. pretty impressive. Whoever built that. I was thinking more <laughs> of like you know? their 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 style of government. Jesus. <laughs> Oh fuck! I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who cares? Oh my who god! Cares? Look how long ago that's been. Who cares? <laughs> it still holds up. <laughs> Supposedly, yeah. you know, and people Shit. are talking about it. Stick <laughs> <laughs> a fork in me, man. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we're gonna get through this. Uh, nail how me. Many it's the next song. <laughs> nail me. <laughs> nail me. Never been a stranger to nights in the county jail. Been there a time or two. Ain't proud of it myself. Might smoke a little weed. I've heard the grass is green. They're on the other side. Ain't always what it seems, but I won't hide behind a thousand lies. At least I know who I am. Nail me to the cross. Up there, 
That's not bad. No. I mean, he hadn't had a bad one so far. No. Really? Mm-mm. It's just, and it's all like his you know, take of you know, religion. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically it's all his experience with church. All right. And Jesus. What we got next? Hold on me. Hold on me. Take me. It's just hold on me. Okay. <laughs> nice introduction. Just like this bottle in my hand But I can't stop from turning it back, baby It loves my lips like crazy You got eyes that burn like tequila Ain't no man that wouldn't kill to be with you Right here all wrapped up So why am I so fucked up? Making strings of bad decisions Traded heaven for this living I mean, like, they just keep getting better. Yeah. So you think every song on here is about church? It is. It, it, oh, okay. It's got so a tie in with religion. Got the- okay. It does. Well, I'll tell you what. Like, I'm looking forward to listening to it on the way to work tomorrow. Because, yeah. wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, I mean, it's really just an impressive somebody who was not. I don't know why it keeps doing that. Like, it keeps turning off. I think I have the volume control. Um, yeah. So, like, if you hit the song, I can turn it up and turn it down over here. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. Because, see, like, you're really not good at the production because you're just ending it. Yeah. And we'll just turn it down a little bit, just fade it out. That's true. Yeah. So, anyway. That's true. I thought it didn't sound very good. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we explained all that to him. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but if you tell me George I'm not good is... at the production, I'm going to kill a man. The next <laughs> song on this album is Kill a Man. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Here you are with the descriptions. Life all that night in Vegas. The drink I was drinking would finally take me. I thought I wouldn't make it. That my demons would find me with blue lights behind me. Thought my time was up more than a time or two. The end of me begins with you. Something about you has always been dangerous. I should run, but here I stand. You're the one thing heaven can't save me from. And I'm far past my last chance. I was bulletproof, but baby, loving you 
kill a man. I gotta say, I mean, these are all so good. Like, better than what I had expected, honestly. They're so uh, deep and thoughtful. They really are. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, like, play around and just throw this on there. Mm-mm. Like Not some artists do. Mm-mm. So, yeah. wow. All right, what's the next? I do love an album that has a centralized you know, theme. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I do like that. I think it all ties together, and it means more to the artist. Yeah. Which makes you appreciate the emotion that they put into it. Yeah. This is called Unlive. It's uh, with Yellow Wolf. Do you know who uh, Yellow Wolf is? I do. And I knew him from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Mama was a peer-popping pretty little number tending bar at the quality Every single day she was up in the stakes to a game that nobody could win. Her kids would stay the night with the neighbors. Mama wouldn't be home until later. Heard she was turning tricks for paper That was just another Tuesday night in those trailers Why trash roots running deeper out of Like get into that, yeah, for sure. I mean, you did. I couldn't even get your attention. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. I was also uh, reading his post. You guys need to go check it out. It, it's everything that he did this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, 80, 80 days worth of shows. Yeah. I mean, three TV appearances, juvenile centers, rehabs, and he recently, I think this was over the weekend. Him and his wife went to the Walmart in Franklin, Tennessee, yeah. and bought toys. And the first 500 people that showed up and did the same thing mm-hmm. got a VIP experience of him performing in the parking lot. Which you you don't see very many artists. No, no. That's how you know you're doing somebody special. And you know, here's the thing: I feel like five years from now, he's still gonna be doing it. I feel like 20 years from now, if he can, he's still gonna be doing it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean. All right, and we are the country music critic. He is not country music at all. He doesn't play country music. He's a good dude. 
he belongs <laughs> with us yeah, yeah, country yeah. people. Right. You know. His yeah, values are yeah, to a standard that we all should appreciate. And we all should, you know, look to I'm not gonna say you know, mold ourselves around you know what he's done, but we should you know, reflect on how we act and how we treat other people and all that good stuff. You know, we yeah. should really yeah, you know, take a look at ourselves and see if we're doing as much as yeah, Jelly is. That's right. Because this man, he's lived his life of screwing up and, you know, at the bottom of a bottle, at the bottom of a, you know, pill bottle, he, anything. He, he's the son of a sinner. Yeah. And he's a he's a sinner himself, but he's came through the ashes. He's a phoenix. That's not the name of the next song. <laughs> I wish it was. It would lead right yeah, in perfectly. Right. But it's called, you may have heard this one's called uh, Save Me. This is with Laney Wilson. This is probably one of my favorites. It's a great it's, song. It is. Somebody save me. Me from myself I spent so long Living in hell They say my lifestyle Is bad for my health It's the only thing That seems to help All of this drinking and smoking is hopeless But feel like it's all that I need Something inside of me's broken I hold on to anything that sets me free I'm a lost cause Baby, don't waste your time on me I'm so damaged beyond repair Life has shattered my hopes and my dreams I'm a lost cause Baby, don't waste your time on me I'm so damaged beyond repair Life has shattered my hopes and you know, my dreams this song, it was already out there But then Lainey put her little twist on it Yeah, And that right there, I mean, that's country gold it is. I mean, when you take Lainey Wilson. Well, I mean, honestly, yeah, right now she's the yeah, queen of country music. She really is our current modern day queen. She really is. Yeah. And like she came out of her camper <laughs> that she'd yeah. been in for 10 years. Yes. And she finally got discovered and she has took off like wildfire. Them two names together. Right. Just great. Yeah. You they, know? I mean,. And on that song, I think a lot of people can relate with that song. Yeah. Because we were. Who can't? Yeah, we truly are our own worst enemy. Yeah. Yeah. And every, I mean, everybody needs saved every now and then. Yeah. The next song on the album is She. We've already played that. So, uh, Need a Favor, which is another song you probably heard. It's all over the radio right now. 
I believe everybody's heard Time that one, probably. Yeah. I need a favor, and I only pray when I ain't got a prayer. So who the hell am I, who the hell am I to expect a savior? Oh, if I only talk to God when I need a favor. Such a great song, though. It is. I mean, it's the same thing, you know? Let me tell you what I honestly think. I think if Yellow Wolf, <clears throat> Yellow Wolf would have came in on that one right there at the end of that, yeah. man, just do a freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> if he had a, yeah, that, I think that was a missed opportunity, Jelly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you and Yellow need to work that out. But, oh, I meant to ask you, do you know who uh, Yellow Wolf <clears throat> got signed by? No. He was the first white rapper signed by Eminem oh, wow. to Shady Records. Yeah. There was a million of them that tried to get signed before him, but right. he didn't sign anybody until he met Yellow. Yeah. Well, that was white. But Now, the next song is uh, Dancing with the Devil. This is the next to last song on the album. Well, I, I tell myself I'm just a guy Who's been down on his luck his whole life And I feel like I'm led by the blind By the blind Oh, I met the devil one Saturday night Grabbed the bottle and I came alive What happened when I followed the lines Was just lies I only drink when I'm feeling alone not the only thing that I smoke I get too loose at the end of my road I know that I need to change but I don't I've gotten used to me feeling this low I'm on the edge of just losing control Only thing keeps them from stealing my soul God don't let me go I only dance with the devil I know Damn. Yeah. Have you heard that before? I've not. I mean, I like it. I like his stuff. I mean, it's really good. I don't I haven't heard a song on this album that I don't like. None. <laughs> and it's not country. And, and I didn't come into it thinking that. <laughs> right. I, I didn't expect to like it as much as I have. Yeah. But it you know, kind of takes me back to when almost all I listened to was rap. Yeah. Which was a good well, you know, I mean, four years span of my life. He threw in that Dobro in there too, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and that line, which yeah, he, he dances with the devil. He knows we all do that. <laughs> yeah, we, we all. all. Have. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it, and it doesn't matter how pretty that devil is. She'll or he'll step on your toes. So like they don't dance very nice. No, they don't. <laughs> They don't. This is called Hangover in the Church Pew. She hit the road and I hit the bottle. I knew she wouldn't be back tomorrow when I'd be hurting in the morning either way. 
I called the boys, said let's go raise some hell But they've all settled down, so I went by myself And smoked cigarettes and poured poison on my pain And I drank Terramana Till me and it were gone I ain't in a good place, but better here than home I'm hung over in a church pew Girl, I hurt you, but I hurt too I'm coming down on a Sunday morning Hands shaking, my forehead pouring Lord knows all the hell you put me through On a Saturday, what was I supposed to do? I'm hung over in a church pew It is. It's a good way to end the you know <clears throat> the entire album. You know, I mean, what a great guy. Yeah, he really is. I mean, he put together a great album. He really did. I mean, it's almost like a hymn for people like that. Yeah, you know, like myself. A modern day hymn. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I mean, uh, I like. It. I'm gonna say this. I'll be listening to that this week. Yeah, there's a few songs I'll. He's gonna get to. some streams from me. <laughs> And again, is it country? Definitely not. No. There are a couple songs that you could consider some, you yeah. know, somewhat country. Like, you know, Hung Over in a Church Pew, it actually sounds a little country. I'll say this. I'd rather listen to him than some that are on the radio. That's 100% correct. Any day. Yeah. But. I like what he's doing. I like what, I like his whole thing. I have nothing bad to say about him. Yeah. He is four stars in my book. Four? Yeah. Four. Mm-hmm. You know what five gets you? You got to be a member of the Grand Old Opry, in my opinion. Is he not? Just No. No, he's he's been he's performed there. there yeah. 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 And I feel like he's go- I'm going to go ahead and predict it. Well, yeah. Before he, he 2025, be. he'll yeah. be a member. Yeah. You know, because John Party is being inducted here pretty soon. Mm. Jelly will be next. He's actually on the new Craig Morgan album yeah. singing I Was Almost Home. Mm-hmm. So uh, his story behind that is just insane. I feel like uh, I feel like there are a ton of artists that are hitching themselves to his wagon right oh, now. Yeah. And, to, oh, yeah. Because when you get Jelly on a song... Yeah. That just brings listens to everything. There was only one that we were in question about. What was that song? Chevy. Yes. Yeah. On Dustin Lynch's album that we we will talk about that next week because yeah. we're gonna be running out of time. But it's we basically, need to talk about that song. Yeah. I wouldn't even say nothing yet. You don't want to say anything about no, it? No. No. Well, because it deserves its right. own twenty minutes of shame. Yeah, we, because it is a complete ripoff. You sent that I'm to me sorry, weeks Jelly, ago. But he should have called it. That's the only yeah. thing bad I got to say. Right, I mean, about right. the old man, you know. But I mean, it wasn't his song, so no. But you could have said, "Hey, come on, bro. Yeah. We can, we can do, we can do better than this." I don't know. It's... Jelly could have <laughs> wrote something off the top of his head better than that. Yeah. But we will talk about that next week. But it's not the words I have an issue with. Well, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, it's you, the music. It's like six people it's wrote this song <laughs> to someone else's lyric, uh, music, melody. Yeah, 
that has been already ripped off once. Yeah, Adobe Gray Let's came out with that again. song. Yeah, you Adobe know? Gray wrote that song years ago. <laughs> you know, Uncle Cracker did it again. Except yeah. he did the same song. He just did a cover. Well, here's the this thing. This is not, not a cover. It, it, you can't say it's a cover. Uh-uh. No. They just replaced the words and left the melody. Mm. Go ahead and pull it up. Just pull it up. <laughs> We're already into it. Just pull yeah. it up. Dustin Lynch. Uh, I've seen it somewhere. And and you're going to hear what we're talking about, folks. Yeah. Like, Well, as soon as we hear it. I, I was trying to just check out Dustin Lynch because I liked it. Ooh, I have an time. idea. Let's give him homework. All right. Everybody. All right, we're going to play this song. Everybody listen to. And then in your own free time, you find it. And you listen to the whole thing. And then you give us you know, your opinion of it. Yeah. Do you like it? Do you like the fact that they only wrote lyrics for it? Which is all I That's could do, all honestly. That's all I could do, but here it goes. It's called Chevrolet. Maybe. <laughs> all right, we're going to have to start that over. Yeah. So I had to pick for the uptown top. Yeah. But we talked for a while in a corner booth Before closing time She caught me by surprise but She said, give me a dirt road The windows down You won't get lost on the edge of town In your Chevrolet She said, give me a six pack Some Brooks and Dunn If you want a country girl You just found one Let's slip away yeah, in the and here's the thing, like if it wasn't such a good song from the beginning, right? I, I don't think it would make me half as mad. Right. Uh, is Nashville looking at it like, well, we ripped off the first one with Heads Carolina, let's just <laughs> do it again. Maybe he'll win an award for yeah. it. I mean, you he... know, I mean, <laughs> damn, man. I'm, and I'm not gonna. Well, I, I mean, will it's say, a disgrace to people who are talented right. in the town that could have done anything else yeah. but that. Right. I mean, it's a joke, man. And I'm not upset about the lyrics. I'm not upset. He's got a great voice. Yeah, I mean, he does. But, like, I mean, it's kind of like, as an artist, he should have <laughs> stood, stood up and said, I'm not going to do that. Right. Because who else are we going to be pissed at? Yeah. And... Who's Every, gonna take it on social media? And the only he reason will. that it's gonna get a lot, a lot, a lot of attention, it's not like their original lyrics. You know, we've heard well, it's all so that confusing. stuff before. It's yeah. almost like you can't sing along to it, even if you wanted to. Yeah, it's almost like yeah, you know, what's it called a dirt road anthem. Yeah, I mean because yeah, back road. Here's my thing: if they can put that on a record and sell it, then anybody can be a songwriter. Yeah, it's shitting on the talent that other people have. Yeah, because I mean, That's honestly, I let's it. be real about it. Anybody can write lyrics. Everybody Anybody. knows how to write a poem. Just get, <laughs> just give me the opening line yeah. for uh, "Friends in Low Places," and I'll just make up something. Yeah, I mean that's what they did. Yeah, and just use the music. Yeah, to sure, an absolute T. Like there was no, and then it took six of them to do it. Yeah, I mean, come on. But anyways, <laughs> we need to end the show. That's a classic song, yeah, too. I know. 
Out so, of all the songs that they could have done it to, why right, that one? Right. Because it's such a great song. Give yep. me the beat, boys, and free myself. I, I do not think about a Chevy and Brooks and Dunn when I hear that. Mm-mm. I mean, come on. It don't even make sense. Why would you do it? <laughs> I could go on, but I love we need to get on out of here. Hey, folks, thank you so much. We appreciate you. We love you. Without you, we wouldn't be here. Remember to like, share, rate, review, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. I get tired of saying it. I'm sure you get tired of hearing it. But that's the only way we can do it. So, we love you. Stay safe. God bless. Hasta manana. This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch y'all next time.